This is Zombie Chickens Podcast, where two heads are better than one, even if they're undead. My name is Megan. And my name is Marnay. And this is the Friendship Month of yes. September. So, because it's Friendship Month, we are celebrating our friendship by doing some friend-related things. <laughs> so, first up, we're going to do a compatibility test mm-hmm. based on our personalities. Mm-hmm. We are using the 16 personalities test, which is the, the Myers and Briggs personality test. I know there is a, some controversy around it, but... That's the one we feel the most inclined inclined to. to. Mm. Yes. So both of us went and did the test and check, you know, where does our personality fit in. So Mm -hmm. where we are categorized. And then we each are going to read you just the a brief uh, description of our personality type, just so you guys are on board and know what we are talking about. Mm. So when I did mine, I I'm the protagonist, which is the ENFJA or the ENFJT. So the introduction. Okay, well, first I have to say I'm 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 sort of on the wagon with this. I don't know if I agree with everything, but in any case, a protagonist EN, ENFJ is a person with the extroverted, intuitive feeling and judging personality traits. These warm forthright types love helping others and they tend to have strong ideas and values they back their perspective with a creative energy and achieve their goals question mark <laughs> protagonists feel called to serve a greater purpose in life thoughtful and idealistic these personality types strive to have a positive impact on other people and the world around them they rarely shy away from an opportunity to do the right thing even even doing so is far from easy Protagonists are born leaders, which explains why these personalities can be found among many notable politicians, coaches and teachers. Their passion and charisma allow them to inspire others, not just for their careers, but in a very arena of their lives, including their relationships. Few things bring protagonists a deeper sense of joy and fulfillment than guiding friends and loved ones to grow into their best selves. So, it says here at the Bottom, protagonists you may know. So, Barack Obama, Oprah Winfrey, John Cusack, Ben Affleck, (laughs) uh, Sean Connery, Jennifer Lawrence, Maya Angelou, no idea who that is, Daenerys Targaryen, which is not a good thing, (laughs) Morpheus, Elizabeth Bennet, The Oracle from The Matrix, Skylar White, Laurel Lance and Isabel Crawley. Oh, and Celie Booth. Hmm. Huh. Anyway. Celie Booth. From Bones. I know. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know I, Bones. Oh, I love Bones, and I love Booth. He's freaking cute. He's um, he's the actor that played in um, was it was it Billy the Vampire Slayer? What's her name? Buffy. Buffy. <laughs> Buffy. <laughs> I was like, that doesn't sound right. Even though so, I've never watched Buffy. <laughs> he plays in Buffy the Vampire Say. He's um Angel. I think he's Angel. Wasn't there a spin-off called Angel? 
Yeah. Uh. He played in Buffy. I, I'm in love with that man. He's so freaking cool. Anyway, so my personality type is the advocate. And it is the INFJ personality type. A brief summary. It says, yeah, an advocate is someone who is the introverted, intuitive, feeling and judging personality traits. They tend to approach life with deep thoughtfulness and imagination. The inner vision, personal values and a quiet, principled version of humanism guide them in all things. And then advocates are the rarest personality types of all. Still, advocates leave their mark on the world. They have a deep sense of idealism and integrity, but they aren't ideal dreamers. Nope, idol dreamers. <laughs> they take concrete steps to realize their goals and make a lasting impact. Advocates' unique combination of personality traits makes them complex and quite versatile. For example, advocates can speak with great passion and conviction, especially when standing up for their ideals. At other times, However, they may choose to be soft-spoken and un understated, preferring to keep the peace rather than challenge others. So the people that might or that also have or had the same personality type is Martin Luther King, Nelson Mandela, Mother Teresa, Mary Kondo, Lady Gaga, Nicole Kidman, Morgan Freeman, Guther, <laughs> John Snow, James Wilson, Aragorn, <laughs> Caladriel, <laughs> Caladriel, <laughs> Caladriel, Tom Kirkman, Rose Bukater, oh, oh, Rose from Titanic, okay, I never knew that was what her surname was, okay, same, Desmond Hume, Hume, Hume? Hume? I think it's Hume, Desmond Hume from Lost, Aramis, uh, Michael Schofield, Atticus Finch, Matthew Murdoch, and um, that's that's that that that's that. So yeah, uh, how much do you relate to what they said? Yes, and no. percentage-wise, my problem is is that my mood affects me a lot. Yeah. So that's why I feel it's it's I sort of agree but I don't agree because like where it says about being a leader I do not take leader positions I'm normally the one in the background Yeah but you choose it it doesn't mean that you won't be a good leader Yeah it's just that they normally so uh, let me just go back You say they yeah like you choose to keep to be in the shadows like Batman but <laughs> But if you... Yeah, protagonists are born leaders. I do not see well, myself Well, you usually take leader. control when we do things and with most things. That's a form of leadership. You usually take charge. That is a form of leadership. So you have it in you. You just don't want to do it. <laughs> so there's a difference. <laughs> You're born with it. Doesn't mean you want it. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, it's not maybe she's what maybe she's born with it <laughs> maybe I just don't want it but yeah so uh, I I can see it uh, I also believe that circumstances changes your decisions and things like that so mm. your core, core personality might be the same but it might change or your 
choices you make change because of circumstances and things like that so mm. everything affects it no oh, no definitely it yeah. does it does I, it, it's just some of it is just a bit weird for me yeah it's some of it is very precise others not yeah i, I like i say my mood my mood affects how i yeah. feel a lot of the time definitely but how yeah, do you feel I can, about it i i relate more to mine i just um there's certain some of the things as well probably don't necessarily agree agree a hundred percent but mine is quite accurate regarding like my core personality i would say mm. I, I relate to it uh i just the idol dream thing is just a bit weird to me because um <laughs> i'd feel like i do absolutely fuck all in my life so <laughs> but yeah so with that we both don't agree a hundred percent but let's do the um compatibility test using this personality type so you are the enfj mm. and with me the infj it says is that is that green am i seeing correctly uh, yes and the green, green is potential match shared values needed to transform into strong match Shared values. We do. We have shared values, though. But we're also quite different in the same sense. True. We're very similar and then very different as well. Mm. I, I think a lot of people found it odd that we became such good friends so quickly mm. because we were quite different, especially when we were younger. Mm. So it says with yours. Let's see. Mm. I in INFJ. With the blue is there at the end. Your ideal match is ESTP, ES... I can't read that for me. ESTP, ESFP, and then ISTP. Okay. The ESTPs are typically analytical, outgoing, and enthusiastic, as well as logical. And they tend to be observant and resourceful. So it's the ESTP, which is... The spark. Hmm. So ESTPs roll with the punches and smooth out pretty much any social dynamic. You're not the most reliable friend ever. No one knows when you're going to show up <laughs> to a gathering or event. But everyone knows when you do show up. With your uncanny ability to read emotions and adapt to an environment, you instantly charm everyone with your wit and laid-back nature. And you're the spark plug for spontaneous action. Although you might occasionally irk the structured types as you com commandeer previ uh, previously established plans, you usually find a way to improve upon them in the name of more fun and bonding. Chances are said structured types will end up thanking you. Okay, so that's one of the... You actually have a friend like that? I do have someone that's very similar to that. So and then the ESFP, which... ESFP, which is the party animal. Why am I friends with... Okay, why am I compatible with party animals? Is it supposed to show me that I need to maybe get out of my shell? Anyway, the party animal. You're the most fun friend ever. Everyone secretly wishes they had your gift of livening up a dead room in 10 seconds flat. But while you are party on the surface and lead with outward fun energy to loosen people up, you are also a passionate crusader underneath you know what you want out of life and you aren't afraid to pursue it all while remaining fiercely protective of your friends and encouraging them to pursue their wildest dreams hmm. okay okay so if i do meet someone 
that um, has those personality types, I'll know why we get along. ISTP, was it that? Mm. The team player. You're the kind of friend who, when mentioned, everyone nods knowingly like, I love that woman. You're not the most emotive person on the planet, but you will always listen when your friend needs an ear. You might not plan events, but you show up to every single one. You might not be the most vocally encouraging, but you help out with tons of practical stuff, like helping change a friend's flat tire or showing up with dinner when they've leveled with the flu. No one ever has to ask you twice, and that's some killer commitment. Oh, ah, okay. So I can see that. Okay. So I have a lot of green in my chart, though. Well, not that many. I mean, I have a lot of neutral, and then have... Three people, that, three personality types that's completely not a match. And then two that's okay. And the rest is not that bad. So I clearly ha I don't have that much of a, what do you call it? Least ideal match. Yes. So, and then you, uh, ENFJ, uh, let's see what your ideal is blue. It's INTP, which is INTP, the detached philosopher. You pop in and out of your friends' lives all the time, but never intentionally. You're just introverted and kind of loathe plans. That said, you've never f you're, you're never far from the picture. You keep in touch with your, in your language of memes and inside jokes, mm. but you also provide your friends with intellectual fodder to chew up. Theories about the world and philosophies about how one should do life. You only invest in relationships and ideas that make sense to you. And your friends count on that honest, forthright effort. I actually have a friend like that. I have a mutual friend like that. Yeah. So, okay. Interesting. Interesting. And then there is... INFJ. ENFJ. Uh, blue, 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 blue. And then there's another one. And then it's ISTP as well. So Which is the ISTP again? That's the, that is the, the the last one I did. Oh, the ISTP which was TP the team player. Oh yeah yeah yeah. 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 Okay. I only have two. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I think I need to go through that and see who is not my ideal match and then just ban those people from my life. <laughs> Banish them. No, um, I'm just joking. Maybe. I'll decide. So we found a website that we will link in the description below or in the description of the podcast. Uh, and it says what kind of friend you are according to Myers and Briggs. Okay, so there's a breakdown of the French, what you are in your friend group. So INFJ is the band-aid. Okay. Sure. So it says, at once super social and very reserved, it takes a while for you to learn your friends' personalities and get a pulse of group dynamics. But once you're fully integrated into a friend circle, you really want to help. Your powers of intu intuition and emotional temperature reading are magical. Integral pieces of your friend group's functioning. You are the band-aid, fixing problems others are not even aware of. Whether it's serving as counselor through a friend's fight with her brother 
or snuffing out pointless gossip that might cause a rift. Just remember to take time to yourself. As an empath and an introvert, your gift to self is recharging and with whatever serves you, be it bad TV or an adult coloring book. I, I don't know. I don't know if I'll be the. Um, I I don't know if I'm uh, integral pieces um, in the friend group functionality, but I'm sure. What does it say about the ENFJ? And then ENFJ. Oh. As if there had to be a single person. Oh, it's the facilitator. And if there had to be a single person appointed as your friend's unofficial leader, that be you what did i just tell you and it's not because you are the most demanding or have the biggest personality but because you make everything easier your quiet confidence allows people to easily approach you and rely on you for wisdom you are uniquely approachable (laughs) well you are approachable for friends not for other people there's a difference there's a difference Um, You are a unique blend of humble and caring and engaging. You make sure people feel welcome and see to it that plans actually move forward in the process. Which is very true. You cannot argue with that. Mm. And don't compare what your personality is with other people than with your friends. You are two completely different people when you're with your friends and when you're with other people. Especially other people you do not like. (laughs) Or you just tolerate. I I, I have to agree with that. (laughs) So... Um, I don't know. It's, I do not see myself as a band-aid. I don't think I try to fix other people's problems or I fix people's problems. I, my friends especially. I don't think so. So, I don't know. It's true that I need to unwind by myself and recharge. So, that is mm. very true. Um, I do... I don't know. I feel I pick up on emotions quite easily. Mm. I don't always bring it up because I don't always feel like a person needs to address it. Address it. I don't mm. always acknowledge it. I just make sure I sort of make the person relax and just give a break. Because mm. sometimes some people just need a break. Mm. So I don't always acknowledge it because I don't want to... Because a lot of people don't want it to be acknowledged because they'll feel embarrassed or they just don't want to talk about it mm. and things like that. So... That's my reasoning behind it. And I do see you as the unofficial leader of our friend group. You definitely are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you usually take charge and make sure everything. And you are, you make people feel very welcome. Friends. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. You, you, you are actually quite good with even random people. With new people coming in, you are quite friendly and you bring them in and you engage them in conversation. You do that a lot. It's just if you meet someone that you don't necessarily like the vibe of or you clash with their personality, then it just it's something different. Oh. But you can't compare that to what you are with normal people and other people that you don't have an issue with. Can't compare that with that. So, okay. Now let's see why is there not like... So, well, next we'll do a friendship comp- compatibility test according to our horoscope horoscope star signs uh are you a believer in i don't believe in that shit okay (laughs) (laughs) i'm sorry it's just a lot of waffle some of it some of it is quite to me it's too broad it is a certain personality test it's too broad you can't there is fucking 
8 billion people in the world, how mm. can you put everyone that is um, or was born in the same month mm. throughout all of the years into mm. the same bracket mm. because every single person born in that month has a different life experience than the other person. No, exactly. And especially throughout the years, you can't compare me to someone that's like 80, 40. 40, even 40 years old or 80 years old because mm. they had a completely different or life 16. experience. Exactly. So it, I can see some of it, mm. like you said, but not everything. Mm. It, I don't necessarily feel you can. <laughs> I just normally laugh. You know, you mm. get those people that normally instantly ask you, oh, what's your star sign? Yeah. And you would say, and, like, and they would say, oh, I, I can see that. Bitch, you don't know me. Exactly. You sp- you've spent fucking two minutes in my company. You cannot. And now, all of us, you, and now exactly. you just assume you know me. Yeah, you, you don't you, know me. You can't get to know someone in just a few minutes and then say you know them just because you know what their star sign is that's that that's shit. not how it works oh. so yeah while we do not believe it at all <laughs> let's just do it so considering we're already on the aries i'll just choose aries and then i keep forgetting your aries i always think you're taurus but you just literally before the cusp no i'm not just before the cusp the cusp is like 19th. Oh, is it? Okay, never mind. Yeah, my mom is literally... Yeah. And certain horoscopes is from the 20th. Mm. So my mom falls on different... And they change it throughout the years. It used mm. to be that she falls in Aries. And then throughout the years, she started falling in Taurus. Mm. And I think most horoscopes is now Taurus. The 20th of April. Huh. Yeah. But I am like closer to the end. Probably closer to the end anyway um let's see so it's aries and aquarius sorry yes sorry, i don't read it's aries and aquarius uh, and it says pioneering aries and unique aquarius have lots in common both have a deep appreciation for unorthodox ideas and new methods these trailblazers make fast friends aries is a lot more excitable than the steadfast Aquarius. <laughs> Aquarius is much more stubborn than active Aries. At times, these two will argue about money, romantic relationships, and work, so long as they don't try to control each other. These spats will be quick and painless. Neither should attempt strong arm tactics. <laughs> Both si- signs cherish their independence and resent being told what to do. That is very fucking true. <laughs> It's very but, true. But though. we don't spat about money or romantic yeah, relationships. Yeah, I think it's when you're in those environments. But uh. we don't, we don't, we're not in a romantic relationship, even though that would make life a lot easier. <laughs> oh, but um, I don't think we will be compatible in that sense. Mm. Money, we don't, we both quite good with money. So you're better than me, though. <sighs> These days, not so much. But yeah, we both quite good with money. So we we don't really argue about it because... And I think it is partly because how we grew up. Um, I think we got taught how to work with money. So we don't really clash about it because we have the same mindset when it mm. comes to money. And we have a, a lot of similar mindsets. Like how we... I want to say run a kitchen. I mean, we both 
we we both similar in that sense because when we used to live with each other, I mean, we didn't have to, we didn't feel like we have to be in each other's faces constantly. Yeah. Like we each did our own thing. Exactly, and we didn't feel like, especially with the kitchen and things like that, that the one was lacking in mm. that area or whatever. Mm. Yeah, and work, we've never really worked together. We, when we did do things together that in a work sense it was just fucking chaos because we were just so uh, uh, we only had one class together. we only had one class together in high school and it was a class you actually had to like do things so it was consumer I, studies consumer studies i have no idea what, what it would be in different countries but yeah um well Consumer studies had two parts. Basically, the one part was the consumer um, part where you learned about... It's almost uh, like business studies. A little bit. A little bit. So you learn about the regulations for consumers. Mm. You, you you get taught about uh, all those things. Mm. So very, uh, it's very, what do you call it? I can't get to the word... It was a useless subject in any case. <laughs> yes. Well, anyway, so the one part was more... Um, Theoretical. That's the word I'm looking for. Theory. Uh. And the other part was practical. So that's where we learn how to make fudge. Bake uh, and cook and mm. everything like that. So it was almost like... A, I do think some schools in different countries have a form of it. So they have yes. like... The baking and the cooking and the, those mm. things. So yeah, we did that together, and uh, <laughs> it was just fucking pure chaos. We giggled the whole time. We did. I don't know how we survived living together and work because we made food together every night. So one of us usually usually took the lead, and the other one just helped out mm. when we did. We worked in the kitchen together at mm. home. But I don't know what happened in high school. Every single fucking thing we made was a flop. It was really (laughs) delicious, but it never came out how it was supposed Uh, to come out. Like our fudge. It came out as a toffee. It was definitely a fudge. And we were standing there, like, (laughs) mixing it. We're like, why is everyone already done? (laughs) And we're just literally stirring the pot with this toffee consistency. We're like, why are we still going? It was really good. But it was it, good toffee. It was good toffee. <laughs> Definitely not fudge. Uh, yeah, so uh, I don't think... We didn't really clash. We've just had a lot of fun together. Uh, um, <laughs> but yeah, we are both very stubborn and we don't like getting told what to do. I uh, fucking hate it with a passion. I hate it so much. I don't know why. Even as a like small little child, my parents used to... when. I started having a mind of my own and my parents were like, oh, Megan, can you do the dishes? And I was like, no. I literally just said no. There was no argument about it or just like, no. <laughs> so I, I just, I, and I would seriously do everything and I don't care. I will do it with love. But do not tell me to do it because then I will not do it. Because then I'm like, fuck you. I will show you I will not do it. And I don't know why. I always think to myself, I want to like stop doing that. I'm like, Megan, no, no. But it's just something in me starts boiling. And I'm like, "Ah!" I just get so angry. (laughs) And then the Hulk. Yes. The Hulk uh, (laughs) arises. Exactly. But yeah, so I think that's quite accurate. Oh, 
It is actually. It's quite accurate. We for do a horoscope. A, for a horoscope, yes. Okay, so we'll uh, do a, another one mm. uh, because just because we can. So there's another one we found where you have to put in your entire name, birth date, and everything, and then see what your compatibility is. And uh, let me just read this this the extract extract is the friendship compa- compatibility meter. The friendship compatibility meter allows you to see the degree to which you and your friend are completely a compatible match. The best friend, best relationship will have a high compatibility factor. However, with work, somewhat less compatible friendships may be maintained. Which <laughs> is kind of true. Uh, yeah, it is true, but <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, this friendship compatibility test can help you know the best way to maintain your friendship. Mm. So if you feel like you're losing a friend, you can go to this website and they will teach you how to not lose that friend. I still sometimes forget that you're the first because in high school, you made everyone believe that your birthday is on the second. And now I'm still traumatized <laughs> from that. And you know, sometimes I think my birthday is on the second as well. I'm still traumatized. <laughs> Because uh, it's 920201. Yeah. <laughs> that is confusing, but still, I was super traumatized. Because at that time, you were already my best friend, and I felt so bad. Uh, um, friendship compatibility test. Okay. You both are very good friends. This friendship is full of creativity and energy, and you are always willing to try something new and adventurous. Oh, that's true. That's accurate. And then your friendship personality. Dependable. You may let down your friends sometimes. True. (laughs) I feel like I let you down a lot. Really? I don't know. I I think it's my just my... I think it's your paranoia. Yeah, probably. You know, always creeping up. And then um, (laughs) caring. You do not care about your friends' feelings at all. going and then you are an extrovert hell no and then loyal you may not always be loyal (laughs) (laughs) and on adventurous you love adventures initiator you keep the relationship going at all costs (laughs) and then listener you do not listen to your friend at all positively agree with is that it is a fleeting experience Arians okay Arians are hardworking a quality most attractive to the opposite sex as also amicable and quick-witted in nature so an Arian gathers a friend in the shortest possible time they are surrounded by a plethora of friends admir- admirers and lovers I really don't think so, but anyway. In their, given their intrinsically impatient nature, an Aryan will also go get irritated if their friend refuses to accept their point of view. <laughs> Sometimes I get annoyed with people. Yep. 
At that time, there is a clash of personality and the Arian's patience will inevitably snap. We, we have very similar point of views, so I don't really think it... I think it's, you know, what this case is with, um, I'm sorry to say, but those very religious yeah. uh, Babel, uh, Babel, <laughs> uh, Bible-thumping people yes. that just, just believe God will provide. Yeah, uh, but my, you, your views and my views are very similar, so I don't think we, like... Mm. So I don't get annoyed with you when it comes to when you mm -hmm. refuse to see my point of view. Mm. But I do hate that a lot. The people can't accept the other person's point of view because mm. all they have in their mind is theirs. Even though I make a habit of it to be like, okay, so this is your point of view, I understand, mm. da, da, da. And then the other person is just completely refuses your point of view and you're like, like no what? That, how, that's not that's not yeah that's not true or exactly whatever. and they're like you know it's an opinion mm. there's something like a fucking opinion it's mm. not facts <gasps> anyway so <laughs> we're getting worked up and it's not even happening anyway <laughs> and then your friends aquarius mm. an aquarian can make friends with almost everyone with ease Though these people have many friends, they hardly let others have a peek at their true self. Very true. Not the, a lot of friends, but... <laughs> Jesus, Megan! <laughs> um, Slices right through me, though. I know most of your friends! <laughs> Fuck you, bitch! <laughs> I am even less friends than you! <laughs> However, when your spirits take a beating and you need to lift it, be sure to have your Aquarian friend be your side, be by your side, since he or she is always ready to give a big boost to your spirits by either taking you out for dinner or buying you gifts. Yes, you buy me a lot of gifts. I do. You buy me food. That's a gift. <laughs> Aquarians are very generous by nature and love to help their friends in their hour of need. However, if their friends cling on them too much, then these people develop fear of losing their freedom and would come out of that restrictive friendship as soon as possible. For an Aquarian, the best friend is one who stands at the same intellectual plane. Oh, that's, that's very, very true. true. That's very, very true. That's very true. Huh. Yeah. Yours is questionable. Mine was, I want to say, almost 60% true. Yeah, yours is very true. I... Um, some of them is true by me, but like, what the fuck? Say? How does it say you're very good friends? <laughs> it's just like everything. Don't like, listen. Like, I do not listen to you. I'm not loyal to you. <laughs> that's and then I don't very care funny. about your feelings at all. Oh, that's so funny. But I love to go out on adventures. <laughs> <laughs> that's so oh, funny gosh it's quite interesting <laughs> it is very it's very interesting so all these that we'll leave on the in the description below and, and uh, take the test yourself yes um if you fall any of the in any of those categories that me that we mentioned of being potential friends hit us up on yes, you know the social media social media <laughs> definitely and then um if you f follow us on patreon we can have a zoom video call with all of our potential 
personality friends. Yeah, that would actually be really, really yeah, cool. That would be really cool. We, so send us an email if you fall in any of those categories or if you are any of the the the, be, the uh, personality types that we are. That yes, would be interesting that would be as well. interesting as well to see the differences between us mm. and the guys with the same personality type. So you, you can always email us on zombiechickenspodcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can also follow us on all of the social medias, which is at Zombie Chickens Podcast. And also, if you want to know how to uh, make new friends as an awkward or, you know, quiet, introverted person, you can go to Patreon and listen to that episode because we made a list of very interesting tips to make new friends. Yes. So please do go support us on Patreon if you can. It only starts from $1.50 and mm-hmm. more. And that's that. Yeah, and the next episode we will talk about how we meet. Yes. So we will give you a full on a full on explanation of how we met and uh, how we came to be friends still after all these years. After a decade. Oh. Yeah. Fun times. Fun times. <laughs> and that's that. Cheers for years. Cheers for years.